Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello everybody, a very warm welcome back to you all. I hope everyone's day is going amazingly well. I have just the person to cheer you up today if you're not having such a good day. She is absolutely inspirational, one of the most inspirational women that I have in my life, who I'm lucky enough to call one of my amazing friends. This is Kat Kozad. She is a money manifestation coach, a woman who's completely turned her life around. She's gone from a place of having suicidal attempts to then becoming a six-figure entrepreneur, living a life she once only ever dreamed of. After this interview, you are going to believe that anything, anything in this world is possible for you. I can't wait for you to hear all the wonderful things she has to say. So without further ado, here is the wonderful Kat. Hello, Kat, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy to finally have you on. I think we've tried about four times now, so. (laughs) We have. We've tried far too many times, and thank goodness it's finally happening. Yay! I'm so happy about it. Um, So Obviously, I know you super well, but there's a lot of people who don't. So if you could just share quickly a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Kat Kozad. I am a manifestation and money mindset expert and life coach. Um, And essentially, like the journey that has led me to this position is after like an entire lifetime's worth of like childhood trauma, not fitting in, being overweight as a kid. Uh, I really turned to like drugs and alcohol and sex to repress all of the the things that were coming up for me. And uh, I was constantly trying to escape myself because I really was so unhappy and didn't know how to find happiness in my life and genuinely didn't think at points that I would ever find it Um, and moved my life across state lines ultimately ended up in a position where I didn't have any of like my old life, my old like ways to escape the pain that I was experiencing. And it really led me to a rock bottom moment where I didn't really want to continue living. I, and knew something really needed to change if I was going to continue living. And in that moment where I was like at my rock bottom, I woke up on the floor of my apartment at the time after a night of blacking out drinking. And, um, I just was so scared and like, didn't really think things would change, but I felt this like wave of energy washed through me. And I picked myself off the ground, walked over to the mirror and literally said out loud to myself, cat, you have the power to change it all. So why the fuck haven't you yet? And uh, within 24 hours, 
manifestation and the law of attraction showed up in my life in the, for the first time, uh, showed up as like a podcast, had no clue what manifestation was. And I didn't really know what I was supposed to do with it, but I knew that I needed to dedicate myself to learning about it. And so I started learning about intentional manifestation and the law of attraction and my life started to change with like rapid speed. It like felt like magic, how quickly my life was changing after I started implementing like all of it into my life and like really started my healing journey. And that was in the summer of 2019. So three years ago and going from that position. So I was $70,000 in debt, working 60 plus hours a week in a job that I absolutely hated not making enough money to survive and like at that rock bottom place. And after using intentional manifestation, now I'm completely financially free, have complete time freedom, location freedom, and consistently manifesting multiple five figures a month. Uh, I'm traveling all around the globe, living like a life that I genuinely never thought was possible for me and really just living from a place of like showing people what's possible for themselves and how to overcome their own limitations and like heal themselves so that they can create the lives that they want for themselves as well. Wow. Well, that's an absolutely mind-blowing, incredible story and so inspirational. So you were literally, so manifestation literally saved your life. Yes. 100% manifestation saved my life. Wow. What do you think you would have done if you hadn't have found manifestation? I honestly, like, it's hard to even think about because I was generally in the position that like, I wanted to end my life. Um, and I didn't want to end my life. I don't think anybody does. I think they just get to a place of like, they feel as though there's no option. And, um, I was praying, like I've, I've never been like religious in my lifetime, but I've always felt connected to something. And prior to like going on my manifestation journey, having my spiritual awakening, whatnot, didn't really have words for it. Um, it just like felt like I was connected to something and it felt really confusing. And as I went through this spiritual awakening and like was able to find verbiage for all of it, like be connected to the universe and God and my angels and all of those different things. Um, it's really helped me pull through it. But I just remember, like, I started praying. I was like, like, whatever is out there, like, I need something. Like, I have no fucking clue what to do. Like, I need something. And that's like, after that rock bottom moment that night that I probably shouldn't have woken up from uh, with how much I drank and having like manifestation show up in my life within 24 hours after that, it was just like, there's no, like, there's no way this is a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really, I like, I don't even think about, or like can piece together what would have happened in my life if I hadn't have found intentional manifestation, but now I'm just like, oh my God, like I need to share this with as many people as possible because I'm like, I'm just a normal girl from like a cow town in Colorado. It's like, if I can do what I've done in the past three years using intentional manifestation, like literally anybody can create the the circumstances in the life that they want for themselves. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, we're so happy that you're still here with us and uh, the work you do is absolutely amazing. You're helping so many people change their lives and um, (laughs) you're welcome. And obviously this has been, a major part of your well-being. Um, mm-hmm. 
what else does well-being mean for you would you say yeah absolutely well-being for me I feel as though is like being being courageous enough to look at all of the areas of your life and do the work to like shift the things that aren't actually supporting you so Mm -hmm. like we can look at this in all aspects, like spiritually, financially, emotionally, mentally, physically looking at those. There's so many more than that, but like looking at those areas of your life and like looking at what are the, like, what are the things that you're doing inside of that? Like, what's the way that you perceive those things? What are the beliefs that you have about them? What are the actions that you take inside of them? What are your like behaviors, your autopiloted behaviors inside of all of those different areas of your life? And like, do they support you? And if the answer is no, it's like, then why are you doing them? And uh, for most people, and like for myself included in this, it's like, because my brain created some sort of positive association with it of like, okay, well, I'm going to send this shitty text message to this guy because I know that if I send that shitty text message, he's going to give me attention. And it's like, is that supportive to me? No, not at all. But like, we end up doing these like things that aren't supportive to us because our brain does create some sort of positive association to it. And like either reaffirm some sort of belief that we have about ourselves or like, yeah, like prove something. And uh, therefore like we continue on with these patterns. So like for me, well-being has been breaking the patterns and uh, like creating a new script for my life, like a new rule book of, what is actually going to support me and what's going to allow me to feel like the greatest version of myself in body, mind, and soul. Yeah, that's an amazing answer. And yeah, it's pattern interrupting, isn't it? And I think, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know from one of my mentors, um, I've learned that our default setting with our brain is to go straight to the negative. Mm -hmm. And actually we kind of then become addicted to that negative behavior. And it can be quite difficult to, to change and get out of that. Yeah. And I know I actually used to be, people find this hard to believe, but I used to be an incredibly negative person. And everyone Same. always oh, right. <laughs> everyone always says to me, oh, you're so positive. You're so happy all the time. But it took, it took work for me to, to change that behavior. Mm-hmm. And it is important because, you know, this is also a, a huge part of manifestation, in fact, I'd love you to expand on that, on how, you know, rewiring your beliefs, um, how can that help you to manifest? Yeah, absolutely. I want to hit on what you just said with like, um, your own experience of like, Mm. you used to be a negative person. I used to be a negative person as well as like, I used to be the victim to my life and like felt as though like everything was kind of out to get me. And uh, with that, it's like, so manifestation as a whole, I is essentially like using your thoughts and your subconscious mind to create your reality. So uh, our subconscious minds for anybody who's listening, who's unaware, except 95% of our brains and are typically molded between ages zero to seven by our parents, primary caregivers, society, teachers, et cetera. And with all of that, it's like, you kind of become a product of your environment and I can imagine, and like, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, there were negative influences that kind of like created this negative script for you growing up, which then allows you to be a negative person. Um, so with manifestation, it's like, 
becoming aware of the story that you're telling to yourself, like what, once again, in all different areas of your life, like what is the story that you tell yourself about yourself and about your life? Because that is then how your life is going to play out because our words create our thoughts, our thoughts create our beliefs and our beliefs are what we manifest into our reality, into the physical form. Um, so if you're like constantly in a state of like feeling like you're the victim or, uh, having some sort of like negative outlook on life, then that's what you're going to attract back to you. Uh, and like on a more scientific level, it's like, because everything is energy and the energy that makes up our words, our thoughts, our behaviors, our emotions, etc., uh, then have a certain vibrational frequency, which by the law of attraction, once you emit it out into the universe or the quantum field, then gets attracted back to you by the universal law of attraction, which is a universal law of nature. And since yeah. we are a part of nature, it, it applies to us just like the law of gravity. So a lot of people are unaware of the fact that like, if their life sucks, they've created that. If their life is awesome, they've created that. And like, it's not just that life is throwing shit at you or that like you're a victim to it. It's literally, it starts with the story that you're telling yourself. And the story that you're telling yourself is based off of like what your subconscious conditioning is from childhood and like the different experiences that transpired from that point to kind of reaffirm the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself in your life. Yeah, spot on. And yeah, it can be, it can be difficult when you first learn that to kind of understand that, oh, hang on a minute. I'm the reason my life is the way it is. But also you should be thankful for learning that because then it gives you the opportunity to do something about it if you're not happy with it. And that's yeah. when you can pattern interrupt and that's when you can change things. And that's basically what I did. And I was like, no, I'm not happy with my life. I'm going to change it. And then here we are doing this podcast together. So. Yeah, <laughs> Still got a absolutely. Working on, but <laughs> and we all do. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there, there are so many of us um, you know, myself in, included, who've been, who've been trying to manifest intentionally big things into our life. And we've been following all the steps. We've been rewiring our limiting beliefs. We've been surrendering. We've been doing everything right. But for whatever reason, nothing seems to be changing. Mm -hmm. And so why might that be? I think the biggest thing for this is like, it's an identity thing. Because if you don't identify as the person consciously and subconsciously that can like have those things, then you're not going to either take the action that you need to receive it or become the vibrational match to attract the opportunities and to support what it is that you're wanting for yourself. So like, let's take the example of like becoming a millionaire, because I know a lot of people, it's just like, they say they want to manifest a million dollars or like they want to be a millionaire. There's not much substance around it. It's just like, that is the intention. And that's the goal. It's mm -hmm. like, if that's the intention and that's the goal, and that's what you are manifesting. And then you're going out to the grocery store, like you're going out and you're like looking at price tags on things and you're like, Oh fuck. Like, I don't want to spend money on that. Or like, you want to invest in something, but then like you're in this constant state of anxiety as you're choosing to invest in something, or you're looking like constantly looking for a bargain or constantly looking for like what's on sale or whatnot. It's like, it's not to say that any of those things are bad and that like 
you can't also incorporate that into the equation, but like the millionaire version of yourself wouldn't be doing that. It's like, you haven't fully allowed yourself to identify who you are mentally, emotionally, and physically as that millionaire version of yourself. So therefore it's like, yes, on like a mental level, like you're, you're projecting this idea of how awesome it would be to be a millionaire, but the, in the energy that you're embodying on a daily basis doesn't align with the, the vision that you have for yourself. So it's, it's not a strong enough energy or vibration to actually start to create those shifts as opposed to like, I say you only need one and only manifestation method. There's like all of the manifestation methods on YouTube and TikTok and whatnot all over the place uh, that like teach you like these specific journaling practices or these specific uh, like things like sequences that you have to do in order to achieve your manifestation. And it's like, no, ultimately at the end of the day, the only thing you have to do is become the embodiment of the thing, the the version you are when you have those things. So uh, what I do continually, which has allowed me to up level and up level and up level is look at what it is that I want. So like very beginning of my journey, it was like, I wanted to have freedom in my job scenario. I wanted to get out of the financial debt and whatnot that I was in the, the tricky situation I was in. And I wanted to like have more fun and be fulfilled in my life. And I was like, okay, like who am I as that version of myself? And I really started to identify like what beliefs would I have about myself? What beliefs would I have about money? What beliefs would I have about all of the different things? And then how would I act? How would I walk? How would I talk? What level of confidence would I have? Um, what kind of relationships would I have? How would I choose to put myself out there? And how would I feel emotionally? And then the work is to consistently make the active decision multiple times a day to align yourself with that version of yourself, as opposed to what the current beliefs are and like what the current conditioning is, because that's going to, that's going to keep your energy stagnant. It's going to keep it the same. And therefore you're going to attract and manifest the same things into your life because you're not shifting the energy around it. Whereas, um, like becoming that millionaire version of yourself, it's like identifying those things and then showing up as that, as often as you possibly can, that's going to place you into a greater vibrational field, which then is going to put you into alignment with higher vibrational energies, which then are going to attract into your life. Um, but yeah, it's like the reason I see for people who like have these big intentions that they're wanting to manifest and they're not manifesting is the identity thing. And typically the identity thing comes along with then needing to dive into like the inner work, the healing, the, um, looking at like past behaviors and traumas and whatnot that have almost created like a lack of safety around this version of yourself that you're wanting to become. Because if you don't feel safe to become that person subconsciously, you're going to sabotage yourself time and time again. Yeah. Do you feel like it could be, or it is, like you say, it's 95% of our subconscious brain going in the background all the time, running in the background all the time. So do you feel like the main block that we have is our subconscious then? 
I think like, yes and no. I think that, so the reason I say no is because like the subconscious mind is like actually our best freaking friend. Like we wouldn't breathe and walk and drive cars and like all of the things without like our subconscious conditioning. It's just these pieces of our, our subconscious that like we've created some sort of like harmful meaning around. So like going back to the, the safety thing, and this is going to be like unique for everybody, obviously, because we all have different upbringings, but it's kind of like, if you're wanting to, I'm going to use the money example again, because I feel as though like I teach money manifestation and like, that's the goal for majority of people is like some level of financial status. But if like you grew up in a household with a single mom who like was struggling and like hustling to make it happen, then like, you're probably going to have some sort of like perception of money of like, wow, like it's either really hard or, um, it's not safe, or I have some sort of level of resentment towards it because like, I never got to see my mom because she was constantly hustling. Um, or like my example in my life was my, I had a really challenging relationship to my dad. My dad was and is an alcoholic and he was there physically, but he wasn't there mentally and emotionally. And I tried to do everything I possibly could to get my dad's attention and like have my dad's love and validation, but I never got it. And so subconsciously that created the, the idea for me that like, okay, if I attain some level of wealth, then like I can like get love and attention and validation from my dad. And like, in addition to that, because my dad wasn't like very there, I didn't feel very safe. And then I projected this like idea of safety onto money. So it was like, money was like everything to me. Like money got to sit so far up on a pedestal because of that relationship to my dad. And when I started to actually heal what I needed as like an individual of like, okay, like I can feel safe inside of my body. I can feel safe inside of my finances. I can feel safe with money. Then that changed the way that I attracted and manifested money into my life. And also really helped me shift the like resentment and whatnot that I had around my dad, because oftentimes like money manifestation has absolutely nothing to do with money and like everything to do with just the the subconscious conditionings, the traumas, the, the way that we've created meanings and perceptions about things. Okay. So perhaps if uh, you're someone out there whose manifestation isn't showing up, then maybe it is the case that you need to dig a bit deeper. Would you say? Yes, absolutely. 100%. It's like, if, if you've been consistently like showing up for the manifestation practices and you are like putting in the work to receive them and they're not showing up, it's digging deeper. And it's also, I think a huge part of it that like, I think a lot of people talk about is like taking the the pressure and the expectation off of needing to receive that manifestation, because that comes from like this almost like obsessive energy, uh, which is not cute. It's like, if you had a partner that was like obsessed with you and constantly being like, are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Do you still love me? Do you still love me? Like (laughs) give me all this validation all the time. That partner would be like, get the fuck away from me. Um, so like same for our manifestations, it's like the way that I like to see it is like, 
if I can genuinely say to myself, I'd be good with it and I'd be good without it, then like, that means that I'm a clear channel to receive it. Um, but going back to what you said is like, yes, if somebody's manifestations like aren't showing up, the, the key places to look are like digging deeper into the inner work, asking and being very honest with themselves of like, am I taking the action to be in alignment with like myself and like what is actually like healthy and true and good for me. Um, and that last piece of what I mentioned of like, do you have a lot of like obsession and like desperation towards like needing and wanting your manifestation? Yeah. Great. Thank you for explaining that. Cause I think that's going to help a lot of people, including me. Um, <laughs> You always teach me something every time I talk to you. <laughs> I love it. So do you think that anyone is capable of intentional manifestation? Or Absolutely. Anyone, yeah. Anyone. And I think that there's a lot of like, I've had a lot of conversations over the past few years of um, people that disagree with me on that, which I love, I'm here for, because I like, I love people challenging my beliefs. But it's like, perfect example of this. And like, this is something that I've seen living in New York city, uh, especially like when I first moved there, I moved into a neighborhood that I like, didn't know much about. And it didn't end up being a very like nice or safe neighborhood. It was like, unfortunately, like lots of poverty, lots of drug use, lots of homelessness. And, um, it was a really, really humbling experience for me because I, am able to like live in really nice places and like spend my money the way that I want to and whatnot. And within being in that neighborhood, like I know I was placed there for a reason. I know that I like didn't look into the neighborhood that well before booking the place because it was something that I needed to see and experience. But looking at the situation that all of these people were in with like the poverty and the drug use and whatnot, it's like, yes, even that, like they're capable of it because truly it really starts with like, yes, you're, it, it may be more challenging for some people than it is for other. It's like, if somebody is given kind of like everything in life and, um, are in an environment where the people who have taught them about lives are like, yep, like you are capable of doing anything. Of course, it's going to be easier for that person, but for the person who's taught, like they can't have anything, they can't do anything. They can't be anything. They're yeah. often the ones that are the most successful because they've experienced the other end of the, the, the stick, like the polarity of it that has kind of created the, the fuel and the fire for them to reach new levels inside of their lives, as opposed to like people who kind of have been handed everything. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's like anybody has anybody has the power to do it. It's like, it's not something that some people have and some people don't. Everybody innately is manifesting everything in their lives, whether they know it or not. So for everybody who's listening, it's like, if manifestation feels like this weird woo-woo concept to you, like you're doing it right now. So you can either like get on board with it or like you cannot, but you probably should if you want your life to be more of what you want and less of what you don't. Um, but yeah, with that, it's like, it's not some magical power and everybody has the power to do it. It's just like a matter of 
people becoming aware of it and like the, the educational aspect that goes into it. And once again, it's like, that's why I do the work that I do, because it's like the more people in the world that know about manifestation, the more we're actually going to be able to create some sort of shift. And it starts with us, um, as opposed to like our society and like our subconscious mind, the way that it's just naturally formed is like, it kind of teaches us to like point the finger outwards and like blame everything else and say like, I'm a victim of my circumstances or, um, like X, Y, Z is the reason that I can't have what I want. It's like, no, it's a bunch of bullshit. And if we can educate those people, then like they too can choose to completely change their lives and like manifest the things that they want. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you say there. And a huge, what I love about manifestation myself and learning about it is it really is about learning to love yourself and it really sets you on that that journey of self-love and Mm -hmm. then through that you grow your self-belief and you become stronger and stronger and so you know this is where my journey began because I used to absolutely hate myself for for many many years and it took me a really long time to come out of that and um, yeah finally you know reaching a good place and and then you reach this point where you start to step into your power and that can also be quite scary. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. When you finally got to this place and you were like, oh my God, yeah, I've done it. I've made it. This is my manifestations come true. This is what I want. Like, what did that feel like? And what emotions did you go through? So I love this question. Um, and I, I want to point out something in this is like, I think a lot of people get started with manifestation and don't realize they're about to go on a self-love journey, but then mm-hmm. it's like, haha, like fooled you. Here you are. You have to I go on a self-love journey. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but with that, it's like, yeah. So for me personally, long story short, I manifested like everything that I wanted on paper. I had a luxury car. I had a luxury apartment. I had $10,000 sitting in my bank account, like, or not more than a hundred thousand dollars sitting in my bank account. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is what is supposed to make me happy. And it didn't because I was putting so much pressure on those things to make me happy. And it's like, nothing external from us is ever going to make us feel fulfilled unless we already feel fulfilled inside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, I, it was almost like a identity sort of crisis for me of like, holy shit, like, where do I go from here? And it is, it's super scary. But I think that kind of like I was mentioning with, um, the, the last thing we were talking about was like, when you're, when the pain and the experience that you're having is so intense, it's kind of like, you give yourself, it's almost like you have no option. You have nothing to lose. It's, it's the, the way that you start to head with it. And like, obviously like people don't have to reach some sort of rock bottom moment before they choose to shift the path that they are on or like have some sort of like painful experience in order to make the change happen. But I feel as though in those moments, at least for me, and I know that like, this isn't for everybody, but if it's not for you, I would encourage you to explore it is like, faith is huge. Like tapping into faith, whether that be faith in yourself or faith in the universe or faith in God or what, whatever it is for you, 
that's been the thing that has guided me through every single time. And one of the things that I constantly repeat to myself still is like, my faith is greater than my fears because in those hard times, when things are really challenging, knowing that like my faith can be greater than my fears is what guides me to the next level. But then also in the moments that it's like, things are awesome and I get to choose to go to the next level. It still feels fucking scary. It still feels like, okay, like it would be easier. It would be more convenient to just like stay where I'm at right now and stay in this comfortable area. But my, my faith is greater than my fears. So why would I not go to the next level and like choose to have more abundance, fun, love, excitement, yeah. etc. And look at where it's got you to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One I mean, hell of a life. <laughs> one hell of a life. I mean, it's a really, really amazing. And you did it all so quickly as well. That's one thing I really find incredibly inspiring about your story is just uh, the time in which it took you to get from where you were to, to where you are now, um, or to at least get to that six figure point was mm-hmm. remarkably fast. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, it blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I want to say something on that really quick is like, I think people see like, this is a thing on TikTok right now. It's like, being delusional, like being delusional with like what is possible for you. It's like, be fucking delusional. Like when I first started this journey, I was like, I am capable of like creating everything that I want in like such a short amount of time. Like there wasn't even like an idea of like, okay, like five years from now I can have this. It's like, fuck your five-year plan. Like nobody needs a five-year plan because that is limiting you. When you say to yourself, like I can have all of these things that I want now, that's where it gets really fun and things start to shift so quickly to like what we know as time. Mm. It just makes me think of that uh, scene from the matrix where he's like, don't think you can No, you can <laughs> totally. But that is, you know, there's truth in that. There's so much truth in that. And for me as well, that little piece of the jigsaw um, that was missing was my my link with my connection to myself and to spirituality and faith and having that trust and you know I've said on previous episodes how I was very atheist and I never believed any of that but actually Mm -hmm. since having that that shift and having a spiritual awakening my whole life has changed as a result of that and I've not gone into some I've not turned into like some (laughs) out there hippie you know who grows trends or whatever and sits you know there's no like stereotype here I'm still like a really normal down-to-earth person but it just I have this understanding that there there is something more and there is a connection and I do personally feel that there are there is something guiding us I do, do believe that and you know everything does happen for a reason it really yeah. really does and so when you can have that trust and surrender to life it makes life less stressful more exciting and joyful i've actually just finished reading the surrender experiment have you ever read that book no it sounds great though yes it's amazing Kat mentioned to me earlier that she's doing this really cool money manifestation challenge 
Could you tell everyone a little bit more about that, please? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I also have a podcast. It's called the No Bullshit Manifestation Show. And I wanted to do something fun for the podcast uh, and mix it up a bit and do some sort of challenge of like helping everybody understand the process of manifesting money. So there is a full episode where I explain a five-step process to manifest money into your life, as well as link a intention setting guidebook um, so that you can really get this clear picture of like what it means to set an intention to manifest something, because there's definitely a very strong difference between setting in an intention and just like wanting and wishing and waiting for something to manifest into your life. Um, so super fun podcast episode with that. And it's been really cool to see. I've had women message me on Instagram since then. And let me know that like they've manifested raises at work. Uh, one of them manifested $2,000 the other day. There's just been like all of this money manifestation happening from the podcast episode and kind of like going into what we were talking about with manifestation as a whole earlier. It's like, When you are given some sort of guide around how to do it and back it with the belief of like, okay, this is going to work because we attract and manifest into our lives what we believe with absolute certainty. So it's like, this is going to work. No if, ands, or buts. It's not a matter of if it's going to manifest. It's a matter of when it's going to manifest. Then like it happens. And I think a lot of the times people look at manifestation, they're like, oh, well, my manifestation hasn't shown up. So like that means X, Y, and Z. And it's like, if you make it mean X, Y, and Z, and kind of like we were talking about earlier, it's like doing that work, dig deeper, take the aligned and inspired action, like do those things because that's not going to hinder you in any sort of way. It's only going to help you. But it's like with your manifestations, if there's the belief that it's going to happen, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen, it's a matter of when it's going to happen. So really holding on to that belief and that energy. Absolutely. And sometimes if it hasn't happened yet, then there's something that perhaps you need to go through in your life first in order to to get to that place. Sometimes you have to sort of be prepared for it. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I always say you can only go as high as you go low. And which is why, you know, a lot of people who have manifested huge amounts of success like yourself have hit their rock bottom. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It is. It's like, um, I think in the world of like manifestation, people only typically talk about the universal law of attraction, but it's like there's 12 other universal laws, one of those laws being the law of polarity. And it's like, we are, we're going to experience the highs. We're going to experience the lows. And like, when we have this like willingness and okayness with experiencing those lows, it then kind of like catapults us into the place where we get to experience those highs as well. Um, but society has just given us like this fucked up perception of like, Oh, like you're sad, get on antidepressants. Oh, you're this, that means you have this disorder. Oh. And it's like, it creates all of this perception of like, if you feel sad, if you feel anxious, if you feel any sort of thing, then like it, it means something's wrong with you. And it's like, no, you're a fucking human being. Like you're going to experience those things. And if you think that you're not supposed to, then like, you're going to have a more challenging experience and existence than if you're to just like get on board with the fact that like those things are more than okay. 
Absolutely. And going back to what I was saying earlier about that book, The Surrender Experiment, that is exactly mm-hmm. what he does in his life. He allows everything to come without judgment. Even if he feels something around it, he just he just allows things to happen. And as a result of it, he ends up as like this millionaire with like several companies. And, you know, he just wants <laughs> He just went to the woods to meditate and um, suddenly this life comes to him because he was saying yes to opportunities that he wouldn't otherwise say yes to. It's really, really fascinating. And it just kind of highlights the fact that when we just actually do surrender and we allow, then look what happens. It can bring you everything you want and more. Totally. Oh, I love that. So fucking good. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I want to end this amazing conversation with just a really fun question. So what's the best thing that you've manifested so far and what are you currently manifesting? Mm, Such a good question. Honestly, best thing that I've manifested so far is just like the fact that like, I, I love life more than I could ever love anything. Like I was saying to, I'm staying with my best friend right now. And I was saying to her earlier, I was like, I never want to die. Like, holy (laughs) shit, this life is so fucking rich. It's so fucking good. Whereas like three years ago, I wanted the opposite of that. And being able to just like as a whole manifest a life that I'm so wildly passionate about, which like along with that is like, yes, like I've manifested like the luxury experiences, the, the luxury car living in New York city, uh, upgrades to first class. I literally just manifested an upgrade to like a luxury car when I went to pick up my rental car yesterday and like completely like, I mean, I set the intention the week before I was like, I want an upgraded car. Like I don't want the car that I originally reserved for myself. And (laughs) so I walk in, I'm just talking to the guy, like lugging my suitcase in And I was like, do you have anything nicer? And he's like, yeah, like we have this car. Like, is that something you'd want? I was like, yeah, what's the price difference? He he looks around and he looks back at me. He's like, for you, nothing. He's like, I'll just honor the price of the initial car that you reserved. And I was like, sick. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) like those things absolutely happen in it. But it's like, I think more so than anything, just the fact that like this manifestation journey has led me to fully loving and trusting myself and my life and everything that happens is Mm -hmm. the greatest gift that I could have ever like asked for. Um, Mm -hmm. and within that, so like what I'm manifesting right now is I am, it's like, it's still kind of scary to say these things out loud because I'm like forcing myself into these next levels. Um, (laughs) I, I'm going to be a world renowned life coach, like Tony Robbins status, but for being like the, almost like the way that I like to describe it is like manifestation, babe, but like the fuck you kind of manifestation, babe energy, as opposed to like, she's so sweet. She's like, she's incredible. I fucking love manifestation, babe. Um, but I have like a lot of like fire and spice and like, fuck you energy inside of me. And that's like, I want to have that be seen on like a global scale. And, um, within that, like the penthouse apartment in New York city, the man of my dreams, the Range Rovers, (laughs) like all of those things as well. So that is, 
the next chapter of my life. And uh, I, I feel that like, I feel as though I'm in that timeline. It feels as though it's like right here at my fingertips and it feels so fucking good. Yeah. I feel like every time I talk to you, you just speak with more confidence as well. And you just, you're just growing. Like I can see your involvement every time, but I'm honestly just so happy for you. And like, honestly, huge congratulations on everything that you've manifested and and the success and one of the things I love about you Kat is just you're so sassy (laughs) but I I would say I was thinking about this earlier I was like how can I describe Kat and I was thinking she's sweet but sassy and like you wouldn't mess with her um (laughs) I have to tell you as well um I showed my mum who you were because she was curious about who I was interviewing and she's like immediately my mum was like oh I like her (laughs) I love that you then you're going to be fine (laughs) I love it thank you so much for sharing that with me (laughs) I just had to get that in there (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on the show Kat I've loved talking to you always love talking to you and um, I'm sure people would love to know where they can find you so what's the best way Absolutely. So two best places to find me is on Instagram, which is at Kat Kozad, same spelling as our lovely cat over here. We got cat and cat, Um, but my last name Kozad, C-O-Z-A-D-D and um, the No Bullshit Manifestation Show, which is going to be like all of these things around manifestation that we've been talking about, all of the real raw painful, ugly, beautiful parts of the manifestation journey. So that's yeah. what we got. Amazing. And I feel like that, that show title is just so you as well. It's the perfect, yeah. the perfect title. I'm like, sometimes I wish that like, I didn't have to be so no bullshit all the time, but it's like, honestly, thank God I'm this way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was until I met you, but there we go. <laughs> all right well thank you once again Kat I'll put all your details in the show notes so people can just uh find you there but yes sending you lots of love and uh thanks for coming on thank you so much Kat so lovely to see you always a very very special thank you to the wonderful inspirational beautiful Kat Kozad what an incredible person Kat is and what an incredible interview I hope that everybody enjoyed this. If you do want to get in contact with Kat, all the details are down in the show notes. My details are down there too. If you loved this episode as much as I did, then I would love to hear all about it. Please leave me a review and a rating on Spotify and on iTunes and share with your friends, your family, anybody who you feel would benefit from this episode. This also helps the show to grow and it means so much to me to know that you're all enjoying it. And here we go once again for my final message for you all to end the show. Whatever you hold in your mind on a consistent basis is exactly what you will experience in your life. Thank you once again for joining me on today's episode. See you on next week's show. Have a great week.